Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Friday Fire. Man, I hope you're all having a good week. Uh, I'm having a great week. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's really kicking off around here. I think that we're we're experiencing some of this uh, explosive growth that's supposed to come after you keep doing the work and keep showing up. So uh, I hope you all are having as good a week as mine. Uh, today, I want to talk a little bit to you about trusting your gut when it comes to your clients and uh, and your core values. But first, before I do, uh, for those of you just finding the show, my name is Sam. I am the small business surgeon. And uh, the show's evolved now. It's more like a channel. So uh, on Mondays, we have interviews with guests from around the world of business. We often have top CEOs. We have authors. We have published writers. We have all kinds of people come in and tell their stories and their journeys on the success trail. And then on Wednesdays, we have Sam and Kyle see what's up, whereas when it's just me and uh, my production assistant and now business partner, uh, Kyle, um, who's far more than a production assistant now. He's certainly evolved in the, in the last few years we've been together. I should probably give him a better title than that. Um, director of all things awesome. There you go. There's your new title, Kyle. So uh, me and Kyle float around. We uh, look at some of the news stories on the internet and we comment on current events and we give our opinions on that. The things which must not be discussed, um, you know, we discuss them on the show, everything from politics to business to wacky headlines, anything that's a little bit out there. We like to just uh, surf the internet and uh, see what there is we can make fun of. You know, it's uh, it's a little more lighthearted. Um, if you're here for the business stuff, Maybe Wednesdays will be a little bit of light relief for you. And then Fridays, we have Friday Fire, which is me just talking about some uh, lessons that I've learned generally from the week. Um, I like to do the Friday Fires the week of and, uh, and talk about topics that uh, that come up with, uh, with my businesses or with my coaching clients. And this one is one from a coaching client. Um, so before I get started, if you like the show, do me a favor, share it out there. Put it up on uh, on your Instagram. Tag us at Small Business Surgeon. Uh, take a screenshot. Leave something nice in the comments. You know how that goes. Uh, the more shares we get, the uh, the more incentive I've got to keep doing the show because uh, I really enjoy doing it and I really enjoy the impact that it is having in the business community. Even though it's a small impact, it's still more impact than uh, than I was able to have before, and that's uh, that's really rewarding. It really pleases me to be able to put these shows out and uh, and share some of the stuff that that I've learned. With you guys. So this week, um, trust in your gut, your core values. So um, a client of mine um, is, is just now starting out. He's been in business about 18 months and he's looking to expand and he's looking to bring on more clients and um, he's he's struggling. He's struggling to be profitable. And um, this is a mistake that most of us go through. It's one that I've been through several times before I figured it out. I'm not going to stand here and preach like I know everything. <clears throat> and excuse me, my voice may may start to go. I've been sick for about a week. So I've been doing these uh, these podcasts and, and sometimes my voice cracks. Please forgive me. I've got uh, swollen lymph nodes and antibiotics and we're doing everything we can to uh, to get take care of it. But anyway, back to this fundal mistake, fundamental mistake is... The business owners starting out, they chase the dollars because that's all they can see. 
and they fail to trust their gut and they fail to trust their core values and they've not ever asked themselves who their ideal client is. So in this particular example of uh, he's a, a, a contractor um, and a skilled contractor, it would be a detriment to call him a handyman, to be honest. Um, but let's, let's use handyman in the example. So I'm a handyman. Who's my ideal client? Well, anybody that needs to get a faucet replaced or anybody that needs to get a fence repaired or anybody that needs their driveway pressure washed. All those people are my ideal clients. And that's not the case. Let's say I'm a mechanic. Who's my ideal client? Oh, well, anybody with a broken car. Again, not the case. Do you think that people with broken cars have money? So maybe we want to add that. Who's my ideal client? Somebody with a broken car that has money. Okay, so what's his income level? Somebody with a broken car that makes over $150,000 a year in take-home pay. And, all right, so what do we have in common? You see, you boil down these things to get yourself towards your ideal client. I'm a doctor. My ideal client's anybody that's sick. No, that's not right. I'm a realtor. My ideal client's anybody that wants to buy and sell a house. No, that's not right too. Now, full disclosure, I am recording this in my truck outside in the parking lot of the Omni Hotel in uh, Frisco, and it's started to rain. So if you hear rain in the background, my apologies for that. I cannot control it. Um, We're just going to keep pushing on with the show. So all we see starting out is the dollars. We don't take into account the core values and the feeling in our gut that people we work for give us. And that's really important. There's a, a, a fear inside entrepreneurs of being broke. And when when you first start out as an entrepreneur, obviously, you know, and, and I'm talking a full-time one, this is not your side hustle anymore, this is now your business. Your primary goal is to not be broke. It's to not run out of money. And there's a huge fear behind that that will allow us to work with people we wouldn't normally choose to work with under normal circumstances. So let's say I need $5,000 to pay my bills this month and it's the end of the month and the $5,000 is looming, right? What choice do I have? Most business owners are going to take a shitty deal that will bury them for a couple of weeks in work that maybe they'll break even on, maybe they won't, but they got the $5,000, they paid the rent, they made payroll, we'll figure it out in another couple of weeks. And you know when you take that deal, and this is me speaking from experience, not me lecturing you guys, but you know when you take that fucking deal, you know it's not a good deal. You know, well, I don't really want to work with this guy, but he's paying the bills. Like, and when you do that, you're setting yourself up to move two weeks down the road to have done a shitload of work and to be no further ahead in owning your business. And you're also setting yourself up to have to work with people you don't fucking like. People that don't have the same core values as you. And... 
you know, your gut and your brain are like intimately connected. There's there's scientific studies now that show that the gut and the brain form at right around the same time. And the gut actually contains a couple of layers of cells that are directly connected to the brain. They're the same type of consciousness cells that the brain's brain's formed out of. They found a layer of them that lines the gut. It's only two or three cells thick, but there's a direct connection from the gut to the brain. So if your gut's telling you something, maybe your brain wants to listen to it. Why do we get into business? Right? None of us really like having jobs. None of us really like being told what to do. We don't like having a fucking boss. So we get into business for it to be fun and for it to be enjoyable, for it to be a nice experience, for us to, it allows us to pursue our passions and, and, and it gives us freedom. And if we get it right, it pays us as well. But none of these things happen in the blind pursuit of money. None of them happen when you violate your core values and you violate your fucking gut instincts to get the money you need when you know deep down that the that the client or the project is not a good fit for you and you know the the these the, one of the best examples i can give you um so in in business not so much at my age but in business uh, for the younger lads in sales and stuff when when they get going and they're in their mid 20s and mid 30s a lot of business gets done in the bar a lot of business gets done in the club and a lot of business gets done in in strip clubs in some instances and you know maybe in my mid 20s i might have belonged in a strip club but uh there was never really a point there that i was i was comfortable in one but i could have floated in and out of one and done some business there and as I get older, you start to realize that there's people that align with your mission and people that don't. And so now at 41, almost 42 years old, if I'm traveling to a conference and the guys I'm trying to do business with at 10 o'clock at night are going, hey man, we're going to the strip club, you should come. Eh, chances are at 10 o'clock at night, I'm already heading for bed. Um, or I might be sitting in a, in, in a cigar lounge smoking a cigar. Nobody that goes to a strip club at 40 years old really has anything that aligns with my mission. And would it matter how much business was on the line if I knew the people that I was doing business with weren't of the same kind of core values and the same kind of ethics that I, I am? I don't think that's a very good place for me to go do business. Just like if I am a personal trainer and I'm in the best shape of my life, I'm not going to willingly go and hang out with a bunch of obese, unmotivated people. I'm going to want to find that connection with the right people that have the right mindset and the right motivation, obese or not, for me to work with. It's very, very, very important that you remember why you're in business and who you are in business to benefit. It's not your job to go to places that make you uncomfortable and do deals that you're not comfortable with in order to keep the lights on. At that point, you might as well turn the fucking lights off. You have to remember who you're in business for. Number one, I'd be willing to bet you're in business to build a better life for yourself and for your family. Am I right? Okay, so what's number two? Number two, you should be in business to build a better life for yourself, your family, and your employees. 
and by extension, their families. And then you should be in business to impact your community and impact and improve your surroundings. And then you should be in business to serve your ideal clients and nobody else. How far off track are you from that with the way you're currently operating your business? Are you doing everything you can to build a better life for you and a better life for your employees and impact your community? Or are you chasing every last fucking deal that you can get to try to put revenue in the door and you're forgetting that revenue does not equal profit Revenue does not equal happiness. Revenue does not equal a better life. And revenue does not equal the ability to impact your community or serve your ideal clients. All revenue is, is a fucking scorecard of how much money came through the door. That's it. You know, like, my companies now are breaking six-figure months. But I'm not breaking six-figure profits. See the difference? So if you're chasing shitty clients and you're doing everything you can and you're just breaking even like here's how I look at it 20 hours during a week to do a project for a client that I don't really like that I don't really align with and that isn't paying me very well that 20 hours should be spent calling leads it should be spent looking for more of your ideal clients it should be spent following up with past clients and building out your referral base. It should be spent interacting with the top 25 clients that you've identified, interacting with them on social media, squeezing your way very, very gently and subtly into their social networks and becoming known, liked and trusted by the people that you want to work with, the people that you dream about working with, the people that have the ability to pay for your services, the people that need your services, the people that you can help and have an impact on and that are your ideal clients. So stop working for everybody. Stop working for revenue and start trusting your gut on these people and start only working with clients that align with your core values and with your mission And you have to believe me on this. The revolution that I've seen inside of my companies since I stopped working with people I didn't like, I I never told them I didn't like them, shit. I just stopped advertising to them. I just stopped, I stopped closing them. I stopped working with them. I just stopped talking to them. And what I do now is I'm super kind. And when they do come along, I package them up in a nice little package and I hand them off. I refer them. So I help solve their problem. I put them with somebody that's far more ideal for them than I am. I'm still having an impact, but it's got nothing to fucking do with me. It doesn't affect my bottom line and it gets them out of my hair and I'm able to focus on clients that like me, that think like me, that act like me, that laugh at the same shit I do. Like we have so much in common and I focus on the clients with the financial ability to pay for my services and with gaps in their marketing, so they need our services. And when you tune all that in, you get to tune all this other bad shit out. Because a $50,000 client will send you an email that says, why a cent? A $5,000 client will not. A $5,000 client will ask you every single question under the sun. And 
if you waste all that time on underperforming clients, you are sacrificing the time that you could be working for your ideal clients and you could be operating your ideal business. So think about that next time you violate your core values or go against your gut in order to sign an account. Because in my experience, it has never been a good thing. All right, I hope that helps. That is it from me for the week. Uh, That is Friday Fire. I am up at the Apex Executives Meetup. We're meeting at the Omni at the Star in Frisco. So it's going to be an interesting uh, couple of days of lessons and of networking and of getting to know people and uh, getting to learn some really good stuff. I love being around these guys. Um, If you have enjoyed the show, do me a favor and share it out. You can follow us on Instagram at Small Business Surgeon. Always appreciate when you tag us. And uh, I do read your messages. I love when they come in. So thank you for that. Thank you for your support. And uh, You'll be good and have a great weekend and uh, try and stay out of trouble. And if you can't stay out of trouble, uh, give me a call and maybe we can get in trouble together. All right, that's it. I'm off. I'll see you guys on Monday. Take care. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at txfoundry. Thanks for tuning in.